Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. Mark chapter 2, how many knows God's able? God is able. Mark 2, please, and follow me because I'm fixing to take off. I'm going to go hard and fast. And again he entered into Capernaum after some days. And it was noise that he was in the house. And straightway many were gathered together insomuch that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. They come unto him, bringing one sick of palsy, which was carried with four men. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, the crowd was jammed, the door was jammed. They uncovered the root to the roof, uncovered where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let the bed wherein the sick of palsy lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick, of the palsy, son, your sins are forgiven. And there was great, there were certain of the scribes sitting there reasoning in their heart. Why doeth this man thus speak of blaspheming who can forgive sins but God only? They didn't know who he was. And immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they were so reasoned within themselves, He said unto them, why reason ye these things in your heart? Why are you trying to figure it out? Whether it is easy to say, for it's easy to say, it's easy to say to the sick of the palsy, thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, arise and take up thy bed and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sin. He said to the sick of the palsy. And I say unto thee, arise, take, take up your bed and go thy way into the house. And immediately he arose, took the bed and went forth from before them all insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God saying, we never saw it on this fashion. Verse 15, if you go there, the word of the Lord tells us, tells us what happened to this man, what he did. And, but I'm going to start there. And this is my title today, if you'll follow me. You got to work for the cure. You got to work for the cure. Father, we love you today. Thank you, God, for your mighty power. Thank you for your grace and mercy. But, God, we know that all things are possible through you. And we know faith without works is dead being alone. We can believe all day long. But we got to get up and get to work. Father, I love you today. And I thank you for these phenomenal people, great people who love you. And, God, I thank you, God, for this time of year that I love and enjoy. Bless these people in health, wealth, and spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody shout amen. Amen. If he's been good to you, give him a praise. Come on, somebody, give him a praise. He's been good to you. If you're going to help me out, shout amen. You can be seated. You got to make your way to the top. I said you got to make your way to the top. You cannot have limitations beyond. You can't have no limitations. You got to go beyond the limitations that you have. You got to have that that peace of mind of it, it did not make you and it's not going to break me. Somebody shout, this ain't going to break me. Oh, come on, shout, this ain't going to break me because it did not make me, so it's not going to break me. Hear me, saints of God. Brothers and sisters, you've been distracted way too long. There's some of you, you've been distracted way, way, way too long. 
You have been surrounded by negative spirits and people, and you have let yourself go. But today, God wants to some, tell somebody, you owe yourself. Shout it, I owe myself. Say, I owe myself. You owe yourself that dream, that blessing, that desire, that breakthrough, that thing that you pray in every day on the altar to God. You deserve to obtain that. It is yours and you need to claim it today. You need to speak with your mouth. I claim my blessing. I claim my miracle. I claim my breakthrough. I claim my revival. I claim my healing. I claim my richness. I claim it today in Jesus' name. Somebody needs to open your mouth and say it is mine. You see, it's time to get up. And don't, come on. I said, it's time to get up. You don't deserve to be on the ground. You ain't made for the ground. The ground will not help you. It will tell you (laughs) to lay there because you, you got knocked down and you're hurting, so you just stay right there. But it's time to get up. Come on, somebody. Some of you ain't got no clue where I'm going because you ain't, you, 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 you ain't. But say, it's time to get up. You just well as get ready because this is how I'm going to preach all year long. I don't care. We've been preached to about promises, but we ain't had no process preached to us. And the problem is when people start seeing the process, they don't want to take the trip to go get it. They just want you to preach the promises. That makes them a little tickle and it gives them a little each care. And you know, they get excited about, oh, God's great. God's going to give us everything. And you're still sitting there. But God wants to motivate you with his word and inspire you with his spirit that you ain't got to sit there and you ain't got to deal with what you're dealing with and you ain't got to have what you have. But greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You can have greater. Shout, it's mine. It's time to get up. It's time to start climbing. It's time to start pulling up. Somebody tell the ground, you can't hold me. You can't hold me down. I may get knocked down seven times, but there's an eighth time I'm getting back up. I may have failed a thousand times, but I'm getting up a thousand and one time. You may have knocked me down, but I ain't down for good. Somebody got to shout, enough's enough. You got to recognize who you are. You are a child of the king. I said you are a child of the king. You cover with his blood, fill with the Holy Ghost power. Come on, you got a name, it's above every name. You can cast devils out in Jesus' name. That devil's bothering me. Well, guess what? You got a name that's above all names, and he said you can cast them out. You need to look at that spirit and say, in the name of Jesus Christ, I cast you out. You got power to rule over every devil and every witch and every spirit that tries to come against you. Get up. I said, get up. It's going to take work. It's going to take work. Where do you need to go? Focus your will on getting to Jesus. Don't let the obstacles stop you. You got to look. You got to look for a way to get in because there is a way. Pastor, is there a way to have a better life? Yes, it is. Is there a way to have a better spiritual walk? Yes, it is. Is there a better way to have a home? Yes, it is. Is there a better way to have a marriage? Yes, it is. Is there a better way to have a future? Yes, it is. It's there. Just because you sad and pouting and down on life doesn't mean that all of us ain't up looking for a way and we ain't on a journey. I'm here today to, I'm glad. Anybody glad that you found this way and you found this journey and you're walking in every day and you know God's got places to take you? You ain't never been. 
My God, it's time for you, some of you to break your face and smile. Shout, it can get better. Shout, it's going to get better. You would probably blow, blow the devil a heart attack if you started smiling. My God, no one you got wrinkles down here because that's how your face is. You need to lift them jaws up and smile because you know what? You are a child of Jesus Christ. Anybody here know you're a child of Jesus Christ? Born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. You listen to me now. If you allow the noise, the crowd, and the door shut, the negative view that you see in front of you, hinder your path. You will stay down. I said you'll stay down. You hear me now. This church is on a path going somewhere. But I have found out, Brother David, you can share, and I, I quit doing it. You can share your dream or your desire to some. It don't, it don't light their fuse. It don't excite them. It don't even do nothing for them. But oh, even they'll say, you think you can do that? I'm the type, when you tell me, yeah, I'm going to do it. I ain't listening to no devil, no people, no body, no negative spirits. Because in me, greater is he that is in me, that is he that is in the world. And some of you ought to look ahead of you and say, hey, I see some negative things there. But I'm here to tell you, I'm fixing to overcome you. I'm fixing to get through you. I'm fixing to change my life. I'm going to change my destiny. I'm going to change where I'm going with God. Come on, somebody. You need to get your, come on. You need to get it together and say, I'm going through. You listen to me now. You will never see the truth of you coming out of the place and free from that hold on your life if you don't get up. You're going to have to move. Somebody shall have to move. Say, I got to move. Say, I got to move. You got to move. That's an old one. You got to move. And somebody going, what do you mean? That means get your lazy honey up. I ain't listening to nobody telling me you can't do it. It hit me the other day. And some of you, you're like... My dad, my, we used to go to church, Brother Jim, we used to go to church, and the sister pastor would sit on the seat with a Vicks thing up his nose. Right, Brother Jim? But man, while everybody's cutting cartwheels and shouting and running the aisles and shouting, he'd sit there. But every time he'd get up, he wanted the whole church to tear the sheetrock off the wall. And my dad said, I ain't getting up for nobody that don't get up for everybody else. And you're going to tell me you're called of God and you're anointed of God when you ain't. Come on, folks. You are a child of the king. You need to smile. Whatever's out in front of you, you don't let that nothing hinder you, nothing bother you. You need to tell yourself, we're going to get through this. We're going to overcome this. I'm going to reach what I'm seeing. I'm going to reach my promise, my miracle, and my blessing. And if you believe it today, somebody shout yes. If you believe God's going to help you, shout yes. You got to work for it. You may be crippled. With an affliction, an adversity. Oh, but you gotta, you gotta get up right now. You gotta keep going. Man, a story this week happened in my life that I've seen that set me on fire. Well, this week we were supposed to have been at the, me and my wife and Brother Cody and Jody and all of us supposed to have been at the NFR in Vegas. And that's the National Final Rodeo. And it's where they win $11 million. $11 million. It ain't no money riding. You wrong. $11 million. And what got me the other day, boy, I had Holy Ghost chills. Me and my wife was screaming at the TV. 
Wednesday night. This young boy, his name's Ty Hamilton from Australia. Sharp, good-looking dude. 23-year-old Ty Hamilton. Come out on a bull. And the bull flipped him and bucked him. The horn hit him in the side of the head. Gave him a concussion, knocked him out, broke two ribs under there, punctured his lung. They hauled him off on a stretcher. During the night, Ty got up. He had a bull to ride that next morning. He had to make a double ride on a Thursday to make up. Thursday morning, he gets up and said, I'm checking myself out. They said, ho, ho, ho. He said, no, I got, I got to go ride if I'm going to win. Smile, Steve. I got to ride if I'm going to win. We got to fight. We're going to win. Right, Brother Steve? He knows what it's all about. Ty gets up, checks himself out of the hospital. Checks himself out. Goes to the arena and said, I'm here to ride my bull. They said, you sure? He said, yeah. And they checked another CT on him and said they could see his lung pumping bubbles out. He said, that's fine. I'm riding. He gets on his first bull. They clear him to ride in all that pain. It's on his left side. That's his balance arm. He's jerking it continually, riding the bull. And watch how Ty rides that bull and scores. The bull that night, he has to ride again. Another bull, more, more the eliminating pen. They call it eliminating pen. Or worse cows and worse horses you can ride. They put Ty on this bull. They said, Ty, you ought to let us let it out. He said, oh, no, you don't let my bull out. I'm riding him. There's 15 contestants that's riding. All 14 contestants get thrown off, bucked off. Ty Hamilton, the last cowboy. Broke ribs, punctured lung, a concussion. They let Ty out. Ty, 23-year-old Australian, young, tough, tough cowboy, rides the bull full eight seconds and wins the night jackpot of $100,000 in eight seconds. They ask him, what did you do? Some of you sitting there, that don't even have nothing to do with you. Let me tell you the problem. Ty said, I ain't letting pain, I ain't letting adversity, I ain't letting circumstances hold me from what I could win. And he said, you got to deal with what you're going through to get where you're going. Can I tell somebody, you may be in some pain, you may be in some struggle, you may be in some adversity, but I want to tell somebody, ride it. I want to tell somebody, ride it, cowboy up and ride it. Because if you ride it, you'll win. You can overcome the obstacles. Somebody shout, I can. Shout, I can. Shout, I will. Mark 2, these men was afflicted. He could have said when they went to his house, we're taking you to get healed. This man could have said, I'm staying right here. I ain't going nowhere. I'll be like this so long, I'm not leaving with you. But God sent four men with the word that said, we're taking you to Jesus where you can be healed. Healed from the cripple disease that has you. From, uh, to where, to where I'm bringing you a word, I'm going to take you to a place to where you'll have a better life. I'm going to move you to a place where you can be healed from the crippled situation that's crippled you. I want to take you to where Jesus can heal you. But first of all, you got to move from where you've been so long. Somebody help me out, shake the deadness. Somebody help me out and say, I'm going to where he healed me. I'm going to that place where Jesus is leading me. I'm not going to let obstacles. I'm not going to let negative spirits. I'm going because he can change my life.
God's sending you a word, saints, that you will take you to Jesus so he can heal you from the very affliction, the adversity, the battle that you're going through. He would have never, 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 never experienced the healing touch of Jesus' hand if he had refused to get up and go. It's got to be your choice. Shout my choice. It's your choice. It's your choice. You see, to get to where you need to be saint of God, you need to grit the hunger and the fortitude. Fortitude is the courage while pain is there but to overcome. you got to have a hunger that eats at you every morning, all day long, and at night time. I'm coming out of this. I'm going to overcome this. I'm going to get through this. And you got to have the gratitude to say, I may be hurting spiritually. I may be hurting physically, but I'm here to tell you, I ain't going to quit till I get to where I can get something from Jesus because I know he's my healer, he's my maker, he's my deliverer. I may have fallen, but I will get up. I may have stumbled, but I will get up. I will not quit. Somebody shout yes. I wrote a note on to say this. Say it with me. Sam Richard. That it looks. I'm going to say it one more time. I'm richer than it looks. I'm more powerful than it looks. I'm stronger than I look. Brother Jim, look at that crippled man. They never thought he'd walk again. Look at him. They never thought he'd be healthy again. But some of you need to look beyond where you are now and where you're going and what God's going to do for you. Come on, somebody. Somebody ought to get with me right now. Say, I ain't sitting here. Shout, I ain't sitting here. Shout, I ain't sitting here. It's working. Woo! No one's going to do it for you. You need to get up in the morning, look in the mirror, and say, You owe me. You owe me. Get up with the word that God's sending you. You need to get up and declare before you go out the door. But Jim, you hear me? You look at Sister Darling and say, I declare, in Jesus' name, we're getting back to normal. You hear me? You look at her and say, I declare in Jesus' name. I don't care what negative spirit says. I don't care what negative demon says. I don't care what negative people says. I don't even care what you see. The door may be jammed. It may be crowded with flesh. I don't care. But you claim it. Come on. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost when I say I'm about to shout. Other day it came to me. Hear me, hear me, hear me. Simple. For I can do all things. And the Lord spoke to me and says, what is not all? Y'all better get that. What is not all? And you're sitting in a situation thinking, I don't know. Oh, I can do all things. Through Christ, that strengthens me. Somebody shout, I can't overcome this. I can't overcome this spirit. I can't overcome this habit. I can't overcome this battle. I can't overcome this circumstances. Somebody shout, oh. You're not too old. You're not too young. You're not too poor. You hear me now? I'm going to get up. I'm going to get to where I need to be. Shout, I'm going to get to where I need to be. 
you need to have some clarity that I'm going to have to work. You need some clarity. I, I need some. I'm saying I, I've been guilty of this, Brother Josh. I, I've been guilty. I've been following. Y'all can follow it, but I'm not following this no more here. Preaching for years, we just preach the word and leave it there. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about a bunch of strange stuff. We just preach the promises. But in the last few weeks, you've been hearing the process. You've been told how to get there. But some don't want you to mess their little nest up before they've been staying. Well, how are you going to preach like that when you preach on sin? I've been preaching on sin, Doc. Procrastination, hatred, bitterness, lust. You may go on fornication. Come, come on, you may go. I've been preaching on all that. But no one's going to do it for you. You've got to get up and declare, before you go out the door, I'm going to do it today. You have to have some clarity that I'm going to have to work to get some things right. Before there's some things are going to challenge, there's something going to challenge you, you're going to challenge you, saint of God, going to challenge your journey of getting to where you go. It's going to challenge your spirit. It's going to challenge your faith. It's going to challenge your ambition, your desire, and your dream. But if you want to hunger, if you hunger after it enough, there's nothing that can hinder you. See, you got to be around people that will motivate you. Now, I, I, can't, I can't talk to you. I can't talk to a lot of you about the things I'm fixing to do in January because you ain't going to motivate me. You ain't on that level. I'll just tell you, you ain't there. Well, I need to sit down and talk to you because you ain't even where I'm at now. And I'll just hurt your feelings. Yeah, Will. Because I ain't lazy. I get up and get after it. I don't pain stuff. Yeah, it hurts, but I, I push through it. But you can't, you got to stop talking the negative spirits that come up and feed your mind and tell you you can't overcome, you can't get through this, you can't accomplish this. you got to tell that spirit, shut your mouth and get behind me, devil. Come on. Does anybody see your life blessed in 2024? Does anybody see your life blessed in 2024? I want you to claim it right now. Say, 2024 is my year. I'm going to change. We're going to be blessed. We're going to come out. We're going to overcome. I'm going to be healed. I'm going to be blessed. Somebody do it now. Somebody do it right now. Claim it for yourself. Every one of you. Every one of you deserve what you dream about. Says to you, you'll be mad at me. But the other day, don't you hide from me, girl. I was praying for everybody, and I walked in the parking lot, and I got where her van was. And this is just me, too. This is your pastor. I put my hand in that space. I said, Lord, what is it, Jody, them new big vans? Them big old vans. I said, Lord, I know she's got a nice vehicle, but I'd like to see her because of her sacrifice of her life. She's a, she, she's a woman that sacrificed. I'd like to see her for driving a 2024 brand new one of those vans. See, some of you don't limit yourself. You're limiting yourself. But I've been speaking that in some of your lives. I've been speaking things as I pray into your life. God, I see it happening for her. I see it happening for Brother Cody and Kat. I see, I've been prophesying and speaking things in your life. Brother David, I, I've been speaking some things in your life. Matter of fact, there's some things that you used to do. God's fixing to rekindle, and God's going to call you back to it. That's a word. Hear me, Brother Josh? This is preparation time for the future. 
You hear me now. You may feel some pain, but you got to have some gratitude. I'm going to get through this pain. I don't like what I'm feeling, but I know where I'm going. And I know what I'm going to get from God. But I'm going to work. I'm going to work. I'm going to work. I'm going to pray. I'm going to worship until I get there. Come on, somebody. Shout, it's mine. My God, I feel his Holy Ghost all over me. Uh, did you know you've been taken there where Jesus is at? You know the last few weeks I've been preaching, I've been taking you there. I've been taking you there. The place where you need to be, you have to get there. Let me hurry. Colossians 3 and 5. The Bible said, Mortify therefore the members which are upon the earth, fornication and cleanness, in order affection, evil conception, and covenance, which is idolatry. There's some things, say, I got to kill. Say, I got to kill it. Not the preacher, not your parent, not your spouse, not your friend. There's things you got to kill in your own life. You got to put to death. You got to put it. You've got to kill the things of the flesh that will keep you out of the place that where Jesus can give you what you need. As these men got to the house that Jesus was in, they saw that there was a multitude in the way. They couldn't get in the door. There was those that as you try to get into Jesus to get a cure from your affliction, they're going to try to get in your way. They're going to try to tell you, ain't no way you can do that. Ain't no way you can get through that. Ain't no way that's going to happen. happen. Can I tell you something? You need to rise to your feet and say, devil, I will not hear you. And I will not hear that negative spirit. I refuse to bow down to that because I know with God all things are possible. I want to make sure my spirit's clean because God can't edify you if it's filled with trash. They saw there was a multitude. Somebody shout a multitude. Can I ask you kindly, what you desire in a better life, you deserve. If you desire a better home, you deserve it. If you desire a better vehicle, you deserve it. You desire, you, you desire better finances, you deserve it. If you desire a better life, health, you deserve it. You're a child of God. So in other words, if you're, you're just sitting there and I'm going to say nothing, so I need to start preaching, you're going to die. You deserve to die. You deserve to lose everything you've got. You're going to lose no matter how much you fight. Oh, you're going to go, amen, amen. Well, that's how you act, the way you sit sometimes. You need to rise up and tell the devil spiritually, that's it. I deserve better. You do. You deserve better. I don't care what the multitude's saying. I don't care what the devil's saying. You are a child of God, blood-bought child of the Almighty God. You deserve better. You hear me, Brother Jim? You start claiming it. My God, I feel there will be those saints of God who try to hinder you from your cure. Some will even point out your affliction, weaknesses in your life. You hear me? There's some that love looking and seeing if they can spot some weakness in your life. I call them door blockers. They're door blockers. They get in the way of where you're trying to go. As the door blockers stood there, you know what the men did? We, re we refuse to allow you to block us. You got to sit here today and refuse to allow anything from blocking you from going to where you're going. Some of you have a picture in your mind. A few Wednesday nights ago, I preached on reprogram. You got a picture in your mind of a better home, a better marriage, a better life, better finances, better health, wealth, a better walk with God. You got that picture there. But some, some, 
some you got to look at, hey, ho, 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 ho. Uh-uh. I ain't going to let them block my door. That blocked my door. You can't give up because some, they, they, they'll point out your weaknesses and affliction because you have worked to get to where the place you are, to get to the cure. But you can't stop there. I said you can't stop. Somebody shout, I can't stop. Say, I can't stop here. Shout, I can't stop here. Because you worked so long to get where you are, don't stop working. You know where, you know your weaknesses. I'm not even going to read it. Don't even pull it up. Matthew 7 talks about, about a man who has a, has a smudge in his eye, has a beam in his eye. And he points out a little speck in another man's eye. And he's comparing spiritually. He, how can you try to pull a speck out of somebody's eye when you, you're a big old beam is sticking out of your eye. You better clean your own life up first. Can I tell you something? Listen, church, you got to leave yesterday alone. It can't do nothing for you. You got to leave yesterday gone. You got to focus on today. Somebody shout today. This is the moment of truth for your life. You are at a place that you, 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 come on, you have worked for. And the word has moved you to this place. You, are, you, you, you will arrive at that place. You will arrive. Somebody shout, I will. My God, I feel a budge in my spirit. Say, I'm there. You're right where you need to be with Jesus. You're at the right place. Say this with me. I can't sit here. I got to pray until it happens. Say I can't sit here. I got to worship till it breaks. Say I can't sit here. I got to remove everything out of the way. I can't sit here. Come on, anybody ready to get there? Anybody ready to get through? Anybody ready to get to that place with Jesus? He has the cure. See, they know where the cure was. You can't allow challenges that stand before you and your cure stop you. You see, I, I, I know this. I cannot, <laughs> spiritually, I know I've changed. I know how I have moved in the spirit. I know I have. But it didn't come by me doing this right here. It come with battling some things in the spirit that I have overcome. Talking to the old prophet, Brother T.L. Smith, I promised him some changes. Talking to Brother Emery. I cannot have the same walk with God doing the same thing. Anybody understand what I just said? All of you musicians, you, you play the same way all you want to do. But you're never going to change until you get with somebody who plays better. Because there's somebody who can play better than you. And there's somebody who can preach a whole lot better than I can. I know that. And for years as a young man, that's why I got great men of God to come preach to this place. That didn't, it, didn't, it didn't cause me to be shy, intimidated. It inspired me. Dr. Hughes, Dr. Clipper, all these great brothers, Brother Wayne Huntley, the man of Pentecost. Brother Emery, all these guys, my God, phenomenal men of God. It, 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 didn't, it, didn't, it didn't intimidate, it inspired me. Now you listen to this. They knew there was a cure. How many knows there is a cure for what you have? But you cannot allow challenges that stand before you and your cure stop you. It's like if I want to reach the world, I can't go back to eight-track tapes. 
Well, we're going to do a little recording. We're going to do it on eight tracks and cassettes and some CDs. CDs? They don't know what they are now. Yeah, we're going to, I'm going to preach on a CD. Ah. See, you, 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 you're still where you're at. Number one, you've got to take some wisdom in your life. If, yeah, some of you men, you hard-headed jokers. You can't be told nothing because you know it all. I know it all. I know everything. That's why you like you are now. I'll tell you before God Almighty, I don't know everything. I'll tell you right now, I got a whole lot to learn. And I take, I take counsel in everything I do. And sometimes I stumble. But I ain't laying there and whining about it. I get back up. Uh. <laughs> Preacher told me, don't call his name. You see, man, I had a guy. He was going to preach. He's coming here. And he, he, had, he had like 10 people listen to him on, on YouTube. He come in here and got an attitude with all the other preachers. That's what, let me tell you why God ain't going to promote you because you think you're Mr. Hollywood and Miss Hollywood when he gives you a little taste of something. I'm going to stay humble before God Almighty because everything I got comes from him. But here we go. Somebody shout, it is mine. You listen to this. These four men looked around to find a way to get him in. You can't just sit there and wait on a change. You got to look. And they said, we're going to the unexpected place. We're going to the roof. You got to do some things in your life not as normal. There's a way in. You've got to look for it. There's a way to the cure for spiritual change, physical, financial life. There is a cure. I thank God I got a spouse -wee, that believes in me. Sister Kelly, she said, I know you can do it. She said, I know you can do what you set your mind to. She don't have this old whining. Well, I don't know if you can. Are you sure? Now you know your mom and daddy. I don't care. I don't care what my mom and daddy did. I'm gonna do greater than they did. Somebody brought this attention to my. Some of you stay off a phone in church. You could hear God talk to you. They look for a way in. Can I ask you in the Holy Ghost, how many of you had to look for a way in? Fourteen of us. And how many of you looked and God showed you a way? Any good? What are their challenges? going to challenge you. It's not going to come easy. and It's not going to be given to you. These four men had to go to a place that was not common to the top of the house. Come on, can I tell you? You're going to have to start doing things that are not common in your life. If you're, if you're used to sleeping 9 to 10 o'clock in the morning, you got to start getting up at 6 o'clock and changing some routines. Well, I don't, I, you know, I like to do what I don't get out and walk. Well, you got to put some tennis shoes on and walk from one end of the house to the other end of the house. You're not doing something that ain't usual. Spiritual. Instead of sitting on the couch and pausing TV and bowing your head for five minutes. If you talk to God as much as you did, and you text on that phone or searched on that phone, you'd be a spiritual giant. 
Why don't you search? Why don't you search the spirit? Google the spirit. <laughs> Google Holy Ghost. What do you think I should do? Google, Google, Google. Ain't gonna be no Googles in heaven. I said, ain't going to be no Googles in heaven. Why don't you put your phone down and talk to him? Why don't you go outside the norm? Preachers, I want God to use me. How much you been praying? How much you been studying and reading the word of God? You quote everything to me. But how much you been putting into work? Saints, say go outside the ordinary. Doing the same thing over and over will not bring a change in that area. But some, these men said, let's go to the roof. They tore the roof off and got him down to right where they needed. Can I encourage somebody in the house, step outside the norm. You will find it. Stand with me, please. Don't you don't you repeat after me? Say, get to what? I don't coach you. Yeah, the work. Hey boys, I want y'all to do it for me. When I holler, say it, say it. I want you to scream, get to work. Say it. Girls, y'all ready? When I say do it, shout it. Yeah, when I say get to work, why don't you say get to work? No, no. You ready? Shout it. Ready, boys? in the house. Shout with me. I can get in. Say I'm here. Get to work. There's nothing that can stop you. Say nothing. If you want it, don't you shout with me. I want it. How many wants your dream, your desire, your change? How many wants it? In the last three weeks, anyone will tell you how much research I have read, looked at, listened to podcast things and things we've been trying to research on. Brother Josh has been researching. Brother Will, Brother Joe. We've been looking and finding the right thing. You got to work. I want better health. Get to work. I want better finances. Get to work. Man, I seen somebody, you say it's crude. I seen somebody hold a sign up. Look at that Walmart dude standing there. He had, he had better tennis shoes on than some people I know. Nice clothes, clean, need money. You know what I did? I wrote a window down. I said, they're hiring down here at Jack's. You don't want to go to work. I said, they're hiring the checks. I said, hey, dude, you know where it is? He looked at me. I said, you pitiful. Made me sick. I'm telling you in the Holy Ghost, everyone in this room, you deserve it. It's yours.
I'm going to close it. You hear me now and you hear me, you hear me clearly. Every spirit that you fight, bitterness, malice, hatred, envy, lust, get to work. All this stuff in my way, I'm fixing to tear it out of the way. I'm fixing to change. I'm fixing to get it in the place that I'll be cured from this. Can you shout amen? How many saw something for God for yourself? Now, if you have, and you want, you want to cure you. I know you say today I'm going to step up before the throne, and I'm going to declare I'm, I'm starting to work today. Come forth, please. Quickly, church, come quickly. I'm starting today. I'm going to keep proclaiming some things in a lot of your lives as I pray. I'm going to keep prophesying and speaking it. In Jesus' name. Come on, come on. Say, get to work. You deserve it. Say, I owe myself. Say, it's mine. You deserve to be free from bitterness, hatred, lust, jealousy, pride, envy. You deserve it. Say, I got to get to work. If you're serious, you lift your hands and hearts to him. Say, God, I know I'm at the right place. I just got to get to work. I got to get to work. I got to do my part. I got to work for it, God. I got to work to get in there. I got to work to get in there. Come on. Come on. Come on. I got to work to get in there. I, I. I've got to work to get in for that change, that cure. I gotta do it. And God, I can't go the normal way. I, I gotta, I gotta go outside the box and do some things outside the box. I gotta do it, Lord. Come on, some of you know what I'm talking about. I, I gotta go outside, I gotta get to the roof because I can't do it right here like a, everybody else does. But I got to get to the roof. I got to get up at 6 instead of sleeping at 10. I got to cut the TV off and get to my altar and pray for an hour, 30 minutes. I got to do some things. Say, I can be cured because I'm at the right place. Let me thank God for his word today. Can we praise him? We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.